In a market already crowded by a number of online options, PointsBet simply stands out. And if you still haven't signed up with PointsBet, now is the perfect time. So don't wait and sign up today. Awesome daily promos, odds boosters you won't find anywhere else, early payout promos, it's all at pointsbet.com. You can bet from anywhere in New Jersey using your mobile device. And don't forget to try your hand at points betting, where your potential winnings or losses from a bet aren't fixed, but variable right up until the end of the game. The more you're right, the more you win. And now PointsBet has a brand new offer for new customers. Just sign up using our promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E, and you'll receive four risk-free bets up to $1,000. This is the largest welcome offer in the sports betting marketplace, and we do encourage new players to take advantage. And make sure you use our promo code HOUSE to get this special sign-up offer. That's promo code HOUSE, H-O-U-S-E. Bets you won't believe, moments you'll never forget. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. More and more states are allowing sports betting. You're seeing a lot of commercials for sportsbook operators, and media companies are even putting sports betting information into their broadcasts. Hey, you're even listening to a radio show right now about gambling in the sports betting industry. However, there's a foundation out there that's educating people about some of the issues of sports betting, like sports integrity, corporate compliance, and responsible gambling. The name of the foundation is GVC Foundation U.S., and to tell us all about the great work this foundation is doing, we're going to be talking with board member William J. Pasquale III to tell us all about it. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. The weather is getting nicer here in Jersey, so grab your tablet and your cell and bring Party Poker with you. Why go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania? Pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds. You can play the same games online anywhere in the Garden State. If you're 21 and in New Jersey, go to nj.partypoker.com and sign up using promo code EXIT7A. You'll even get a first deposit match up to $1,000. Start playing and start winning some cash. Use promo code EXIT7A for great online poker action plus some bonus money with Party Poker at nj.partypoker.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. 
Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. Sports betting is sweeping across the country. It seems like every week a new state is allowing sports betting within their borders. Issues like sports integrity, corporate compliance, and responsible gaming are very important as the popularity of sports betting increases. A nonprofit organization called GDC Foundation U.S. does an incredible job of educating people about these issues. And we're going to find out all about this great organization because on the line we have GVC Foundation U.S. board member William J. Pasquale III. Bill, thanks for joining us. David, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be a part of your unbelievable house of cards. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's great having you. And, you know, you're doing this at such a great time. As I said, issues like integrity and responsible gaming are very important issues when it comes to sports betting. And GVC Foundation U.S. is doing a great job of bringing these issues to the forefront. For people who aren't familiar with the GVC Foundation U.S., can you tell us a little bit about the organization? Yeah, thank you, David. Um, GVC uh, Foundation U.S. is a subsidiary of the GVC Global Foundation. GVC Holdings is the largest publicly traded online gaming company in the world, based out of the U.K. It's an extraordinary company, uh, publicly traded, great bandwidth. Uh, I was uh, retained by them gosh, about eight years ago now, as we were leading up to the launch of online gaming, which you're familiar with, David, in New Jersey. Sure. Uh, in 2013, November 23rd, we launched it, Casino and Poker, while we were still battling it out with the uh, <laughs> uh, case against the NFL to try to get sports betting around. You know, America's, Dave, as you well know, because of your legal background and your incredible prowesses in sports betting, we're really behind the times and behind the curve, but GVC is unique. They are a first mover. What they've done with this foundation is incredibly socially responsible, but are also giving back because they know that the well-being of their customers and their social responsibility is directly related to the sustainability and growth of, of their product. Um, and so if I can just wrap up here to get into the, the weeds a little bit with you, they launched the U.S. Foundation last September. They were very generous in asking me, and I'm on their payroll, I'm their lawyer lobbyist, mm-hmm. uh, and I was able to get them licensed in New Jersey 
uh, several years ago. They're JV'd with the uh, Borgata uh, in Atlantic City, and they have a national relationship with MGM, uh, and the MGM-GBC relationship is called Roar. So everywhere there's an MGM property, GBC will be the online operator. So there's, there's about three or four things, David, that this foundation is doing, all with the budget of GBC Holdings putting into the foundation. So I'm on the board with Martin Licka, who is the head of regulatory affairs, and he's based in London. Martin is an incredible, extraordinarily uh, knowledgeable uh, 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 attorney and uh, regulatory attorney for GBC. He represents them globally. And then the third member of our three-part, three uh, three-legged stool is the former great New York Giant Super Bowl winner, Amani Toomer. Uh, I'm a big New York Giant fan, and I'm Amani's a client of mine in the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. And so the three of us have been advocating for this. We launched it in September. And then since then, we've done three quick things. We've launched the Seton Hall uh, Law School, a gaming compliance and integrity institute uh we had our boot camp in march which was a three-day intensive boot camp to help educate people who want to get into the industry uh lawyers and accountants and compliance people and marketing people (coughs) we also launched a um a, a very strong relationship with epic risk management uh to teach the importance of responsible gaming what I like to call sustainable gaming. If you're preying on folks and just taking their money and allowing them to use your product as a coping mechanism for whatever mental ills they have, uh, you're going to work yourself out of business. So GBC saw that, and we have a big component of some responsible gaming. We've just JV'd with the Harvard Medical School uh, Addiction Institute to do a two-year study, which GBC is paying for And then Epic Risk Management is tracing across the United States, obviously a little bit harder, Dave, during COVID times, to try to get into locker rooms for pro teams and collegiate teams to educate those players on the importance of being responsible, having integrity, and not allowing sports betting to get in the way of a great, promising sports career. I, th- I think these are absolutely amazing projects. I want to get into them a little more, but first I, I want to ask about you. I mean, you've been involved in state and national politics for a long time. I'm from New Jersey, so I'm certainly familiar with your great work. Tell us a little something about your background and how you really got involved with the foundation. Yeah, thank you, David. Um, so I'm a Jersey guy, true and true. I come from a, a political family, born and raised in Patterson, New Jersey. My dad is a uh, 83-year-old uh, member of the U.S. Congress. He's on the House Ways and Means Committee. Absolutely. He's been in Congress for 26 years. Um, and so from that experience, I've been involved in lots of campaigns nationally, um, statewide in various states. And uh, I got into, uh, after practicing law, being counsel to Governor Florio, working in Washington as a chief of staff to a congressman, um, I joined my uh, lobbying firm, Princeton Public Affairs Group, based in Trenton. Uh, we have offices in New York, and we also have a national lobbying firm in Washington called Winning Strategies Washington. Um, so I've been with the firm 
for the last 25 years, uh, became a partner about 17 years ago. And, um, you know, we're the largest state contract lobbying firm in the country. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Medicare Benefits Line is not connected with or endorsed by any government agency or their federal Medicare program. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to. These new Medicare Advantage plans may have many free new benefits including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. Call 800-217-1797. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with GVC Foundation U.S. board member William J. Pascrell III. Sorry about that. Radio has to do its business, you know. Why don't you continue what you were saying before the break? How I got into this whole world was I was a brick-and-mortar casino lobbyist and advisor representing uh, folks like the, uh, the president of the United States company, Trump Industries, Trump Enterprises. There are three casinos in Atlantic City years ago uh, representing uh, Steve Wynn and his operation, um, representing Boyd Gaming um, and the Casino Association. And then about, David, the interesting turn of my life, and I believe luck is the residue of hard work, Dave. It's not just that I'm the smartest guy in the room because I am not. I'm from Patterson. I'm a street guy. Uh, Went to schools there. And I believe that the harder I work, the, the better off I'll be health-wise and professionally. So I got a phone call, very interestingly, uh, when Governor Christie uh, was, was then candidate Christie against John Corzine. John Corzine was our one-term governor, Goldman Sachs guy, uh, and he was in a battle royale. Poll numbers showed uh, Corzine ahead by 10 points, and he ended up losing uh, pretty significantly. But about 30 days before that election, a great guy who I owe uh, uh, an eternal debt of gratitude for by the name of Joe Brennan. He's based in uh, Manassas, Virginia. And Joe uh, called me up and said, BP3, 
I don't need an introduction or a sales pitch. I want to hire you. I represent iMega, the Interactive Media Entertainment Gaming Association, and we represent 36 offshore illegal bookmakers <laughs> that are trying to get sports betting legalized in America. And I said, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said, yeah, we also need your help by getting online gaming passed. And I said to Joe, David, as if it happened yesterday, I remember it vividly. I said, Joe, we're 30 days before an election. There's nothing I can do for you between now and then. Let's talk, you know, a day or two after the election. You know, whether Corzine wins or Christie wins, I think of it or Corzine's going to win. I was wrong. <laughs> um, let's talk. And he was, he got cranky and obnoxious, brought his Irish prowesses on me and said, Bill, I want to hire you today. I don't want anybody else to get to you. I said, I'll make a promise. You have to pay me anything. Just call me the day after the election. He wasn't happy, but he complied. Corzine got his butt kicked. Governor Christie was our governor-elect, and Joe Brennan called me at 9 a.m. the day after the election. And uh, that was the beginning of this incredible ten-and-a-half-year uh, run where, you know, I started lobbying online gaming legislation, mm -hmm. exchange wagering, which you're familiar with, Dave, and horse sure. racing, and finally the 10-year battle with uh, overturning passports to make sports betting legal. Through that venture, I met GBC, and, um, you know, the rest is serendipity. In your opinion, how important is it to be proactive with regard to gambling addiction and sports integrity at this stage, at the rise of sports betting industry in this country? David, um, I, uh, like you, probably like you, have an extraordinary experience with friends, family, clients, relatives who have uh, fallen um, on the prowesses of the, the, uh, the, the various addictions that plague our country. Opioids, alcohol, tobacco, etc. Um, gaming is not recognized as one of those addictions uh, that is taken as seriously. But the sad truth of it is, it's all-consuming. It can, in many regards, be more powerful because if it gets to your financial wherewithal and crumbles you, that impacts your health, your family. Your, your ability to, to live. Um, and yet, you know, our federal government doesn't seem to have the wisdom to recognize it. So I am very, very fortunate. Um, my sons, I have two boys and two girls, uh, Billy the fourth, who uh, just passed the bar uh, about a year ago, yeah, and Christopher, who's still in college. And they said to me, Dad, you're in the gaming industry. How the heck are you involved with, you know, gambling addiction prevention. And my, I said, well, I'm fortunate because I have a client that gets it. Mm -hmm. Little did we know, David, that when we launched this in September, we'd be in the throes of a prolonged global pandemic, sure. which is trampling up online gaming, but it's also um, potentially uh, going to be a shock to the industry because as you're sitting home and you're stressed and you sort of have some maybe depression or mental disorders, and, and, and you're gambling irresponsibly, that could ultimately impact the industry because what happened in the UK 
is what we're trying to prevent in America. In the UK, gambling was so rampant and so out of control, and nobody was thinking or caring about responsible gaming or protecting uh, the depraved uh, that are vulnerable, our veterans, our seniors, our young folks, who tend to be very vulnerable and folks with mental disorders. So GVC was prescient, and we're doing a lot. This is not window dressing. This is a $10 million venture that is linked up with the NFL Players Association, linked up with Harvard Medical School, the the world-renowned Epic Risk Management Organization, and GVC. I mean, that is mega power, which also allows us to have instant credibility. You know, we're linked up with the National Council of Problem Gambling um, and the Problem Gambling Institute. So there's so much to talk about, but rarely in life do you see an organization, a, a, a publicly traded company, really care about social responsibility? You know, if you're an alcohol company or tobacco company or, uh, you know, what have you, very few times are they concerned about educating people about the problems that could occur if your product is abused. And the most important message that we can get out, and I thank you for the power of a House of Cards report and the Turnpike Sports Bet Flash because you're helping us get our message out. And the message is this. Never, ever, ever, ever use gaming as a coping mechanism. It's like the old sayings. Remember the old TB sayings for horse racing? Yeah. That wet your head, not over it. Yeah. Well, that's okay. That's cutesy. But it, it is very important. And what we're doing here is also incentivizing, it's what I call the domino effect, other companies like Rush Street and uh, Flutter and, and Penn National and Churchill Downs and FanDuel and DraftKings are all coming on board uh, in a responsible way. You're a Jersey guy, you watch TV, you see all the commercials saying, hey, yeah. bet on this, bet on that. And you'll see in the corner on every screen, and when you go to place your bet, the 1-800-GAMBLING uh, uh, number and ways to kind of cope and deal with it. And then finally, let me just end with this, because this could be interesting. I was, through this venture, appointed to the board of advisors of a UK-based company called Gamban, and we're now educating players, bank, the banking community, if you utilize Gamban services, and they're very modest, cheap, it's about a $2 a month uh, application that can be installed on your phone. And if you have Gambam on your phone, you will never be able to bet on the black market or the legal market because your phone is blocked. So it's a really strong mechanism uh, to help you know, rookie athletes, uh, folks in college, um, and, and, you know, bank lending is important. Do they want their customers, you know, recklessly betting? And you can also set player limits, but Gambam allows you to totally block black market and legal white label companies fr- from being able to accept your bets. Wow. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards.
Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-757-1255. 800-757-1255. That's 800-757-1255. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of morning recovery, two bottles of Dreamwell, and two bottles of liquid focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Morning recovery is designed to be taken while drinking or up to an hour after your last drink. Dreamwell is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you're ready to fall asleep. And Liquid Focus is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you have to lock in and get stuff done. Supercharge your productivity at home or work with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. The Life Hack Pack for More Labs. Drink smart with morning recovery, sleep easy with dream well, and get more done with liquid focus. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 10th, 2020. Nevada casino regulators are seeking fines against properties in the state whose employees or patrons are violating the state's coronavirus policies, which includes failure to wear masks. Last week, complaints were filed against two casinos and a bowling alley. The regulators will not comment on the 156 investigations in progress regarding the safety policies. Since the Atlantic City casinos reopened on July 2nd, there are indications that their clientele has become younger. According to the Press of Atlantic City, during the first two weeks of July, 6,000 new rewards cards were issued by Caesars to guests mostly between 29 and 39 years old. One reason for this may be that older customers are staying away from the casinos due to the coronavirus. And finally, the fantasy sports outfit Monkey Knife Fight has inked a deal with the NFL's Miami Dolphins. According to the deal, Monkey Knife Fight will be prominently displayed on the Dolphins' marketing and social media platforms, create a weekly player profile, and broadcast a pregame radio show called the Monkey Knife Fight Countdown to Kickoff. They've also teamed up with the Dolphins to contribute $100,000 to the team's food relief program charity. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. 
You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with GVC Foundation U.S. board member William J. Pascrell III. You know, the great thing, you just laid it out, the great thing GVC Foundation is they're not throwing money at the problem. They're being very smart in the partnerships they're making. I, I love what you're doing with Seton Hall University. Can you go in a little bit about that, what's going on with Seton Hall University? Yeah, you know, uh, and I, I'm, I'm not being cute here because I'm pretty transparent. I'm a straight shooter. You get what you see. Uh, I went to Seton Hall Law School, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of my alma mater. I'm a big Seton Hall Pirate basketball fan. I went to Rutgers undergraduate, so I like the Scarlet Knights in football, though I haven't I haven't had too much success with that <laughs> recently. But maybe with Shiano back, we got a shot. Maybe. Who um, knows? Here's the, here's the deal. Martin Lickia, uh, the guy that I report to in GVC and some of the senior staff said to me, Bill, here's what we want to do. And then when they said, we want to sort of get into academia, I said, you know what's interesting? We could use this GVC foundation to perhaps launch an institute, a gaming integrity and compliance institute, importantly to educate people on responsible gaming and integrity, but equally important, David, this is exciting because we're going to be creating a whole new uh, job industry. Mm-hmm. Right now, all the companies, including FanDuel and DraftKings, typically hire talent from abroad because there's not a lot of organic talent. You can't go to college in America yet with any programs that will educate and teach you about online gaming, sports betting, and the like. UNLV doesn't, but it's more of a retail-based casino brick and mortar operation so we have launched this institute to try to educate a whole new generation of folks that can go out and get jobs um we had uh, over uh, 200 attendees at the boot camp um from across the globe but predominantly from the u.s and so it, it's not just about teaching responsible gaming and the ills of gambling addiction or integrity or compliance it's about educating our own friends and neighbors in New Jersey and in the U.S. so that they can get jobs. I get calls every day from my clients, and I represent over 36 different gaming companies that are based across the globe, the majority of which are outside of America, who put their corporate headquarters here and can't hire people because there's no local talent. So Seton Hall embraced it. I approached Dean Buzang. Uh, around this time last year, and we launched the uh, foundation in September, announced the boot camp in October, and we had a successful, uh, you know, first initial launch of the Institute. So this is kind of cool because young people in college or thinking about career moves or maybe in their first year of law school have another offering now like, yeah, maybe I want to get into gaming. It's interesting. Let me learn more about it. Um, So, You know, how much better can you do in life, right, than for your alma mater to embrace the concept you have 
and then be appointed to the board of the Seton Hall Law School Gaming Compliance and Integrity Institute. I, I think that's such a great idea because it's such a, a burgeoning industry and you're not seeing a lot of education behind it. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, Another interesting thing is you're working with the NFLPA, as you said. What are you doing with the NFLPA and how is the GVC Foundation involved with that? Well, this is another major initiative. We have some others that are going to be announced in the, in the near term. We've been meeting with leagues and teams of all sports and all collegiate levels to try to say, and this is kind of easy, right? We will come in and educate your coaches, your staff, and your players for free. Wow. The problem with that, and I've developed the messaging, is sometimes, you know, particularly guys like you and I, Dave, and, and Jersey Boys, when we hear that, we think, ah, oh, this must be garbage. <laughs> yeah. So what I... What I've started to do more recently in the last four or five months is not say it's free. This this would cost X, but GVC's paying for it as a part of their social responsibility. So Amani Toomer and I were supposed to be crisscrossing the country. We were going to go to one college in each of the initial 14 states that legalized sports betting and go on campus and educate those athletes and then give a chance for the broader student body to listen to what we had to say. And nobody's going to want to really care about what Bill Pascrell says necessarily because they don't know who I am maybe, but Amani Toomer is the guy that grabs it, talks about it, talks about his career at Michigan and with the Giants, and then we get into the weeds a little bit further. So we're obviously now not able to go to those colleges because of travel restrictions and the COVID shutdown, but what we are doing is we're meeting with the leagues to say, hey, you ought to bring us on board because we're, we're one incident away from this whole thing having a real black eye. And the NFL uh, is a little bit slower. Uh, you know, I've been in litigation with them for 10 years, so it's, it's, we're rekindling that relationship. Um, but I think the NFL will come around very soon. But we were able to get the NFL PA to say, you know what? We've had tons of our um, members have great careers making tens of millions of dollars. And then they come out, and when the sport is not there and the competition's not there anymore, they look for other avenues. And they tend to get into uh, some you know, social ills, whether it's um, alcohol or, or other uh, you know, uh, recreational drugs or even more serious uh, drugs and or gambling. And so we're trying to prevent that from happening. And the NFLPA and Epic Risk Management and the GBC Foundation launched our initiative last week. So we're going to be going in to each of the locker rooms through the NFLPA because they're insisting on it to educate those players so that they can provide another sort of insurance policy for their players to stay healthy, happy, and retain their wealth. That's such a great thing because I remember during the court case, the uh, the professional leagues were saying, you know, the worst thing in the world you can do is place a bet on professional sports. However, right now we see professional leagues and teams making deals with sportsbook operators. How critical is education, and are the professional leagues giving mixed messages, saying how evil sports betting is, but, you know, we're going to do deals with sports betting operators anyway? 
couple of things. Um, first of all, it was the most hypocritical thing I've ever seen for the NFL to proclaim in that Supreme Court case, in the ultimate Supreme Court case, you know, NFL versus Chris Christie, and then ultimately NFL versus um, Phil Murphy. For them to say that a betting is horrible and you shouldn't do it, and all when daily fantasy and fantasy sports is what's given the NFL a huge trampoline effect. And then right after PASPA's overturning on May 14th of 2018, all the uh, league officials said, you've just, and Mark Cuban was the one that said it first, you've just doubled the value of um, all the leagues and all the teams. Doubled the value by passing sports betting nationally. And the reason for that is, if you have a bet, whether it's a $5 bet or a $500,000 bet, you're more inclined to watch the game, more advertising, more energy, more enthusiasm. And you lose today, you want to come back tomorrow. If you win today, you certainly want to come back tomorrow. So, but, but in that, we think there's a real important message that the leagues, I believe, understand and are starting to embrace, not just the NFL, but all the leagues and the NCAA. And that is we have to be very careful about the way we proceed here because there are a lot of potential uh, pitfalls uh, along this road as the industry grows. We're still relatively new. We're only two years old now. But the beautiful thing about New Jersey is uh, we eclipsed Nevada uh, uh, in, in less than 18 months in terms of handle yep. on sports betting. And we're now, New Jersey is the third largest jurisdiction in the world for online gaming. Incredible. It's, it's absolutely so amazing. You got to be careful. And, and you can't just look like you're going into people's pockets and then, you know, not care about some of the vagaries that happen. Because if that's the case, you'll be out of business eventually. Let me ask you something. You said, and I think it's a great idea, and I, and I hope you do it after the pandemic, that you and Amani Toomer were going to go out to different colleges and discuss this with the uh, students and student-athletes. What was the message you want to impart to those students regarding sports betting? A couple of things. Uh, first of all, um, it's, it, it, it's, it's not real when you're hearing people talk in a classroom setting, but we want to make it real. Here's an athlete, an Imani Toomer, who said when he was at Michigan his freshman year, their, their comment about gambling on sports was about a five-minute chat. That's it. So what we want to do is talk about some of Imani's friends uh, who've had experiences with post-professional uh, uh, gambling addiction and the importance of educating folks so that they're aware of what potentially could be the pitfalls and what tools are in place to help prevent that, but to also talk about integrity and the importance of you better not be betting on games you're in, and you better not be having conversations with folks about match fixing because you'll end your career and you'll never have a shot to make another dime off the industry uh, if you go down that road. And, you know, that may be obvious, Dave, to sort of more gray hairs like myself and perhaps yourself, yeah, I'm but it's not <laughs> so obvious to a young kid coming out of college. You know, everybody's patting him on the back. He's now making a couple million dollars a year. He's got a challenge because he's probably surrounded by people who are preying on him 
even some people who are quasi friends. But like, who's really there to tell that young man or woman, you got to be careful. You got to have a good accountant. You got to have a good lawyer. You got to manage your money. You know, if you've never had a dollar before and now you got $10 million, you know, it, it, you got to have different habits along the same lines as if you like what you're doing now and you like all the benefits of the bouquets you're receiving, you want to continue that for the rest of your life because there's nothing worse than getting to success and then crashing because it makes the crash that much harder after you've tasted, you know, the real fruits of your labor. And so it's about sustaining a responsible society that's caring about the community. And it sounds cliche-ish, but it's not when a company is putting that kind of money behind it and it's digging in and not just throwing money at it, but really rolling up their sleeves, putting a spade in the ground and making a statement that, that reflects the importance of social responsibility. Do you think lawmakers are doing enough to protect students and student athletes with regard to sports betting? I, I, as you know, here in New Jersey, we have a law that you can't place a bet on a college or university located in the state. However, I've talked to gaming officials in other states that said, you know what? All We don't have professional sports. All we do is have college and universities. So you can bet on our college teams. I know one state told me, yeah, you can bet on our college teams, but you can't place prop bets on our student athletes. Are laws like that effective, or are they a good first step, or do we need more to protect student-athletes with regard to sports betting? Yeah, you know, David, you, I, I love this. This is a great conversation. Thank you for the question. Um, I, I, I'm not, I think many of your listeners will, will probably be somewhat shocked by my answer. Okay. Uh, those laws that ban betting on in-state collegiate uh, sports, I think, are um, well-intentioned but are uh, virtually ineffective. And I'll tell you why. The best way to regulate a market and the best way to prevent addiction is to legalize casino poker and sports betting. Now, of course, that's, that's what a lobbyist that's in the industry is going to say, right? But here's why. It's the only way to penetrate the black market, and it's the only way to monitor what's going on. If you and I walk into the Borgata Casino tonight to play at a poker table or at a craps table, all they're going to do is ask us for our ID. They're not going to track what our bets are. But when you bet online, every single bet is monitored by the company that takes the bet and by the regulators. But it's a really sad message when we say, oh, you can't bet on Rutgers because you're in New Jersey. What, what does that mean? Uh, in other words, Rutgers or Seton Hall aren't responsible. The only way to track the bet is to legalize the bet. You don't think my buddies and my neighbors and yours are betting on Rutgers and Seton Hall games in the illegal market? You're out of your mind. You're not solving any problems, but you're sending a mixed message. So it's okay for somebody in New York to place a bet at a Rutgers game, but I can't bet on my own team. It is totally well-intentioned, but it has zero impact at kind of shutting down on match-fixing or integrity issues. Zero. The better way to do it is to allow for all bets and then monitor it. And so, no, I don't think legislators are doing enough. However, Jersey's been a leader on this. 
I think the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement, which is requiring that all online operators have significant uh, visual um, cues for gambling addiction and the 800 number. But I think it's more than that. I think it's socializing a culture that says we need to do more uh, sort of software blocking, player preclusion, blacklisting. Um, you know, we have not developed in America a national player preclusion, self-preclusion list of folks that do not want to gamble because they know they have a problem. I mean, that's something we're working on and we're trying to do. And then finally, you know, educating folks that they can put bank blocking software or game blocking software on their, their tablets and their laptops and their desktops and their mobile devices to prevent those issues. We are working to make sure what happened in the UK, which is a proliferation of gambling addiction, lack of regulation, lack of recognition, and now the regulators are cracking down on the industry without the industry having a seat at the table. That's part of the impetus for why what GBC is doing is so important, not only for GBC and for the society at large, but also for the other gaming operators. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Nope. Five to one. No. Nope. Ten to one. You're on.
Welcome back to House of Cards Day Y Shuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with GVC Foundation U.S. board member William J. Pascrell III. Well, let me ask you something. When, when we talk about protections for sports betting, we usually look to state laws and state regulations. Should the federal government be involved? And what are they doing with regard to protections of you know, sports betting or gambling addiction? And should the federal government be involved? No and yes. Okay. I'll tell you why. Uh, Washington, forget what party you're in. I'm a yellow dog Democrat, but that's not the message here. Washington is dysfunctional. The American public has grown weary of our governmental institutions. And this is not directed at any one party or any one individual. Uh, Washington can't get out of their own way. They don't need to get involved in, in gaming. Uh, gaming, like automobile insurance, has always been regulated by the federal government to the local jurisdictions. If you want to know how to do gaming right, just look at what New Jersey's done. It is the world-recognized, best-regulated jurisdiction and the third-largest gaming online gaming jurisdiction. However, where I think the federal government can help, because don't forget, they've been pushing bills around Congress for 20 years to do online gaming. They've never even gotten a public hearing. And now Lindsey Graham and others are trying to dabble into sports betting. And that's just a power grab and a tax grab, which I think is uh, despicable. However, what they can do is they can recognize gambling addiction as a real clinically recognized diagnosed ill that could, uh, that should and could get federal subsidies and federal funding to prevent, as well as pushing the insurance industry to cover um, treating those ills. That's where the federal government needs to come in. I'm a big, although I'm a Democrat, I'm a big states' rights guy. Mm -hmm. I think the states are the crucible of experimentation in a democracy like we have in America. And New Jersey's done a great job. And nobody else wanted to do this. And now everybody else is trying to get into it because they've seen the success of job growth, of revenue generation, and of excitement that's been generated by the online gaming industry in New Jersey. Okay, Bill, now is the time for you to take a shot at me. What is the media's role when it comes to sports betting? I, I know every time I read a commercial for a sports book, I have to say, you know, you have to be the legal age, you have to be in the state, and if you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I mean, I've interviewed ex-athletes who represent sports books, and I know broadcasts now are going to start having more betting information on their telecasts of games. I mean, how much responsibility does the media have when it comes to sports betting and gambling? Uh, David, I, I am one of those individuals in life that isn't one to throw stones okay. or throw Molotov cocktails, if you will. <laughs> um, you know, I believe our government reflects our society, and I believe the media reflects our society. And if we don't like the way it's going on, then we have an obligation to work towards changing it. I think what you're doing today in, in giving me uh, the privilege and the opportunity to speak to you and your listeners is extraordinarily important and helpful. And you know what? You're, you're paying for that. You're taking time, which could generate other revenue for you, to do something socially responsible. That's important. The media is as important as the politicians to the gaming industry. There's a lot of mixed messages. When I got involved in online gaming just a little over 10 years ago, God bless 
and God rest my grandmother's soul, uh, she was a twice a week, get on a bus, go to Atlantic City. And she said to me, Billy, what are you doing getting involved in this computer gaming, she called it. She goes, you know, that's all fixed. That's not real. <laughs> that's all a racket. And I said, Grandma, like, so that's the generational divide, right? What my grandmother didn't recognize is the most important thing for a casino or gaming operator is their license. They're not going to jeopardize their license on top of the fact that you can monitor an online offering far easier than you can monitor the casino floor. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of obvious to most of your, your listeners because they tend to be younger, more tech savvy uh, and sophisticated. The media is a critical component to educating the public and, and to getting messaging out there that's positive reinforcement of why it's important. If you have an issue with gambling and, and, and you're falling upon, uh, you know, uh, bad times, please reach out to the 1-800-GAMBLERS anonymous number. Please reach out to friends and family. You can't do it on your own because it's an addiction and you need help. Bill, talking about grandmothers, my grandmother took the Star Bus to Atlantic City every week. She got the bus over at Eddie's Donuts in Trenton or the Parfait House in <laughs> Hamilton Township. So, uh, no, I know yep. what you're talking about. But, uh, Bill, we're running out of time. But can you give out a website where people can find out more about GVC Foundation U.S. and all the great work you're doing? Yes, uh, you can You can go right to uh, GVC Foundation U.S. Um I believe it's .com. <laughs> um, it's real easy to find. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. Um, GVC Holdings is the publicly traded company. Um, and, and my, my uh, firm is ppag.com. Uh, and, and um, you know, if any of your listeners ever interested in getting more involved in this, we're going to be launching, and I'll end with this, Dave, a new offering for the first time in the history of America, fixed odds horse racing, where you'll be able to place a bet on a horse race and the bet won't move like it does with the wow. power mutual tote. And that's coming to a track near you very soon. <laughs> William J. Pascarell, board member of GVC Foundation U.S., thanks so much for coming on and telling us about the great work the foundation is doing with regard to sports betting and problem gambling. I know there's a lot of work to be done in this field, so please, Bill, come back on and tell us what you're doing and updating us on what the foundation is doing. Thank you, David. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.